This is three and five on SLC Management Podcast. Thanks everybody for dialing in to this segment of three and five. This is Steve Peacher from SLC Management. And today I'm really excited to have with me Tim Boomer, who's head of client solutions at SLC Management. Tim is an actuary and actually really a good guy as well. So Tim, thanks for joining. Hey Steve, glad to be here. Um, I hope having an actuary on the show doesn't hit your listenership too badly. <laughs> so some questions today regarding pension funds and how they're uh, investing their assets in this environment. You know, since the start of the pandemic, returns in asset classes, especially equities, have been much stronger than many might have projected. And interest rates have actually, at least as of today, are much lower than people might have expected, given what inflation's doing. How does all that shake out for pension funds and their funding levels? Well, I think it's really been a bit of a roller coaster over the last 18 months, Steve. Um, and I think many plan sponsors are probably very relieved with where they've come out of that. You know, if we look back to the end of 2019, which seems a long time ago, now, many plan sponsors or the average plan was probably in the low 90s in terms of funder status. Then we saw the pandemic hit. And at first, what happened really was as equities fell, we saw rates rise and that offset or, or rather discount rates rise as corporate spreads blew out. And that offset a little bit the, the impact on plan sponsors. When we get to the middle of last summer, that the rates had come back in, discount rates were low again, and the average plan was down in the low 80s, which was a big hit for many plan sponsors. I think since then, we've really seen a reversal of that. And as you said, equity markets have been strong you know, year over year. I think we're looking at 40% for the last 12 months. And that's really put a lot of plans back close to fully funded. I think one of the key things is, though, different plan sponsors will have experienced that in very different ways. So plan sponsors who were heavily invested in risk assets probably had a more volatile ride, but maybe came out a bit better in the end. Those who had de-risked had a lot more stable journey and a lot more predictable results through that period. I also think when, when people chose to rebalance, probably had a big effect on funded status. So if people had good discipline around rebalancing and were buying equities at the lows and moving back into that, maybe they came out of it a little better than those who, who kind of stuck to their guns. As you've seen plan sponsors navigate in this environment, have you seen any big shifts in asset allocations within their uh, portfolios? I think when whenever we see funded status improvements, we really see people looking to take risk off the table. Most plan sponsors today, they have an end game in mind. And that end game might be annuitization with an insurance company. It might be running the plan in a hibernation mode over a longer period of time. But generally, people are moving towards a, a lower risk state. So what we tend to see is de-risking coming from two places. We see pension plans who have a preset glide path. And as funded status improves, they're allocating more away from risk assets to hedging assets. And we've definitely seen those flows from our existing clients. I think the other thing that happens is after a period of significant volatility, like we just went through, there's a lot of people who maybe had sat on the sidelines and were waiting for an opportunity to de-risk or had been comfortable with the level of risk they had. And what a period like the last 18 months does is really show you how impactful volatility can be on the pension plan or on the balance sheet. And that's probably brought some people off the sidelines who are looking to de-risk. So we've seen a lot of interest from new clients who are looking to take their first steps into de-risking or who are looking to extend duration and, and take a little bit of risk out of the plan. So if you think about this increased focus on de-risking, move toward more liability hedging assets, that means more fixed income. So what do you see within the fixed income portfolios plan sponsors thinking about now as those become maybe more important in the overall strategy? Yeah, I think that's a great question, Steve. I think one of the, probably the biggest thing we hear about within a fixed income portfolio is diversification. So as the fixed income portfolio becomes a larger segment of the overall asset allocation, more and more plan sponsors are taking a deeper look at that and looking at how managers align with each other. They're looking for managers to provide diversified sources of alpha who perform in different environments. And we hear that more and more. 
And that probably translates even outside the fixed income portfolio into people looking for alternative sources of credit to hedge their liability. So that can mean, you know, I think historically the LDI world has talked about hedging assets and has talked about growth assets in a very black and white way. And there's probably a lot of asset classes that fall in those gray areas in between. And I think that's getting more attention as people look to diversify their hedging strategy. So I, I put things in those asset allocation in that gray area, like high yield or direct lending, probably more towards the growth side as an alternative to equities, which are still providing you some hedging benefits. In the middle, you've got things like infrastructure, real estate debt that can provide you steady yields in a low rate environment, but still provide you some excess return potential relative to the liabilities. And then probably more towards the hedging side, we're seeing a lot of interest in things like investment grade private credit as a way for pension plans to exploit some of the illiquidity, which they're comfortable taking while still picking up some additional premium relative to the liabilities. So I think what we're really seeing is some of the tools which maybe historically have been used by life insurance companies to back long-term liabilities are now becoming more available to plan sponsors. And they're looking to use that to build out a more sophisticated LDI strategy. Thanks, Tim. I got one more question, but having nothing to do with pension funds. So I know that you're an enthusiastic surfer, and I know you've actually involved in an organization that actually uh, involves veterans in surfing, which is great. But my question is, you live in New England, and increasingly there are sightings of great white sharks around New England. So how do you avoid being, you know, bait for a great white as you're out surfing the waters of the New England coast? It's a great question, Steve. I like that you said enthusiastic surfer, not good surfer, because that definitely describes where I'm at. I am lucky enough to have never seen a shark in the water. I was surfing in Mexico a little while ago, and I saw a fin pop up next to me, at which point I screamed, and the small boy next to me pointed out there was a turtle that was holding his arm out of the water. So I'm going to take that as my nearest shark sighting and hope I don't get any closer to you. <laughs> Great. Well, I'll, I'll let you apply the waters with your surfboard, and I'll wash from the beach. But uh, thanks a lot, Tim, for taking the time today, and thanks, everybody, for tuning into this episode of 3 and 4. Cheers, Steve.